Warning. This podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. Welcome. Welcome to episode seven of the EFTM podcast. Uh, thanks to many great people, including Alcatel. Alcatel. Tell you about them shortly. Trevor Long with you from EFTM.com. Back from the Brisbane to Barossa road trip uh, with the Bowen and the Stig. Rob, we've decided to call him the Stig. Uh, Jeff Quattromani joins me. G'day, Jeff. I'm back. How are you? I don't know. I don't, I'm not comfortable yet with you being back. I'm so pumped. I was in such a groove. I've been listening. Were, were you? I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a long-time listener, first-time Back on the show. <laughs> the, um, I guess the tragic news that we have to share with people this week is um, the unfortunate circumstances around Chris Bowen. What, what happened? Who's not with us tonight. Oh, shit, he's not. You hadn't noticed that well, he's in the fucking room? I noticed that I'm in his seat using his mic. Yeah. Oh, you sound a lot better on his mic too, by the way. I'm looking forward to being as, as sympathetic as he was. Let's I wasn't be there. clear. Bowen is about to spend more time on an A380 than he is at his destination, which mm. I... I'll be honest, it's not a great thing, but he's going to Spain with Volvo to drive yep. a car. I couldn't tell you what I it don't is. Even, I don't know either. I could Google it. I could look it up in our emails, but I'm not going to because mm. my interest level is quite low. Yeah. But, but you know what? He's not flying economy, is he? <laughs> no, no. Like, oh, he poor, poor bugger's got to fly A380 business. Do you reckon he's business. listening to like, recent podcasts of ours on the plane? I hope he's listening back to himself. Because you know a lot of people listen to podcasts on the plane. It's, it's a good place to listen to podcasts. So welcome anyone that happened to download podcasts on a plane, good thing to listen to, and uh, thanks for joining us. It's really greatly appreciated. Anyway, we have a lot to get through tonight. We're going to talk about the EFTM Best Awards. We are going to talk about Jeff's driving this week. Mm. I might I might also, in, in that segment, I might just summarize my time with the Ignis. I know you bag it, but it's been a good long-termer for me. It has. There's a bit of news around. All of that ahead here on EFTM. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. So, Jeff, let's get straight into the EFTM Best Awards. Now, yep. I'm actually at a loss to say how many years it's been. You talk and I'll look in the Since in the we've mirror. been doing EFTM Best Awards. Uh, look, it would be at least three years. 2014 was the first year. That makes sense. I know because there's one plaque that we didn't deliver. It was, uh, I think, a drink, an alcohol. One 14, 15, 16. So this is the fourth year. Really? This is the fourth year of the EFTM Best Awards. Is it my fourth year? No. Nah, I don't think so. Probably mate. my third. You're a blow-in. Well, it's a pretty massive acquisition that I think you acquired there. You're a pretty massive bit of wind that blew in. Talk about an That's investment. That's probably a better way to put it. What an investment that was. Anyway, so yes, the EFTM Best Awards, we're uh, announcing them all throughout this week. And we've already got a fair few out the door, which is now, exciting. I, I think I'm prepared to bring the, the podcast listener into the, into, the, into the process, into the forward yeah, that uh, was announcements our, here. That was our first episode where we discussed it. Exactly. And now it's actually happening. And people that listened to the first episode would have, um, would have known that we talked about the best small car. And so we've already awarded that one to the Hyundai i30. In fact, a lot of the things we talked about in that first episode, they're the out. Sony wireless headphones, they're also out. I think we, we debated the soundbar. Mm-hmm. I pretty much won all these arguments except the small car, which I wasn't fussed about winning or losing. Mm. Um, so let's just have a look at them. And just for context, again, remind people, the, these are not, um, I don't know what the, what the measure is. They're not, they're, not, they're not qualitative. No, they're not quantitative. Right. They're, they're subjective. Where are you going with that? We make it up. Well, it's not like, no, let me be clear. We haven't got a criteria that we Correct. score by. Yeah, I We get just that. go, do you know what? Of all the stuff we looked at this year in yep. this category, what, what do we like the most? And also, mm-hmm. there are times where we go, do you know what? We love that bloody thing. It doesn't fit in any of the categories. Let's make it a water. We have uh, done that, yeah. No drama so at all. Yeah. I've got no drama at all. We've done best coffee because there was such an amazing thing a couple of years ago. No dramas at all. But we, we dropped coffee, uh, ute. Yep. We dropped the for her this year because the Dyson um, hair, hair, dryer hair dryer thing was su- super worth it last year. Mm. But I didn't find anything this year that was worth yep. it for that. We also dropped Watch this year. Um, yes. But we have 29 awards. And in terms of the structure of them, there is one big one, the best of the best, if you want to look at that as the gold yep. Logie. Um, and then there's Blokes Best, which is a kind of standout as well. Yeah, something that we just loved. Because that's really all about you know what we do. Yep. And then Tech Cars and Lifestyle is what EFTM does. There's a, there's a kind of a silver Logie, gold Logie for yep. those categories as well. So there's a Lifestyle Car and Tech Award as well. Mm-hmm. And frankly, the Tech Award, I've got to be honest, is Quite controversial this year. Cause Do you think it is? I think it is. I mean, it's a it's a it's a bit of car tech. 
So, and yeah. you look at all the things, and and the other little bit of, um, I guess, rules around it is, you can't win two. Mm. So, for example, if the the best of the best is a car, yep. and in the past we've had the GTR or a Ferrari last year, True. that won't also win best car. So no. we don't give two awards to one thing. Mm-hmm. What we do is we upscale. So if something was in, let's say something was in best car, and we go, no, no, it's best of the best. Yeah, we bring something else in, and that makes sense though. I, <laughs> I mean, it'd I be believe. boring otherwise, wouldn't it? I think so. Yeah. So I'm I'm really happy with that approach. I've got no dramas with anyone wanting to bag it because they're not paying for the bloody awards. So yeah. good luck to them. And also to be clear, we have to have tested it. Yeah. Or at least you you know used it, experienced there it. There is um, in the whole list. There's one of the 29 which we physically not had in like brought to our homes and installed. Yes. But that is because of the the. It's too expensive. It's a very big product, which does need to be installed, essentially. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, but right. I've seen it enough times. I've mm. I've seen the technology in, in its place and where it needs to be, and I, I've, I'm confident with that one. So yep. we won't give away the big awards tonight. Fair I, call. I'd like to leave those for next week. Okay. But I'm happy to talk about nearly all the other ones. We won't bore you to death with all of them, but mm. I think let, let's look at a couple. For example, best game we announced today, Forza Motorsport 7. I still 100%. feel pretty comfortable with that. Look, 100%. I mean, we've been playing a lot of games. And I don't play every game on the planet, and neither do you, but no. you've got a PlayStation 4, I have an Xbox, we cover a little bit of that area, even yep. mobile games, in the past we've awarded it to Crossy a mobile Road, game, yep. so we're not afraid to go in different platforms, but I think Forza 7 has been the most enjoyable game this year. I had someone say to me, I don't like car games, so it's not a winner for me. I'm like, that's the problem though also, these are hmm. Trevor Jeff and Bowen Awards. Yeah, okay? I mean, it's us it, judging, it's not... Um, if you... We're not judging it on graphic quality, storyline, no. or anything. We're just going, I love that game. Yeah. So if you don't kind of share our, I guess, our, our approach to, to things, hmm. you're probably not going to agree with a lot of them. So yeah. Forza, for me, I, I said in the in the announcement, I said Call of Duty World War II is an amazing game. Hmm. It's a great uh, heart back to where Call, Call of Duty should be. Yep. And in many ways, that is a great game and probably best game. But for me... The other one is someone said Project Cars 2 is a much better racing sim and you've given it to an arcade game. And I've gone, okay. totally, Project Cars 2 is a much better racing car simulator. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of time. And I've got a bloody racing car seat in my lounge room. That's right. I don't have a lot of time to play games. Yeah. And when I do, I pretty much go, yeah, I'll play Forza. Because yeah. it feels good enough, but natural enough and fun enough for me to just play. Whereas Gran Turismo 100%. Sport requires you to pretty much have a career and mm. progress your way through it. I probably had an hour's spare on the weekend. And what did I do? I just turned the Xbox on. I played Forza 7 for an hour and I was done. Yeah. If I, most other games, I need to really get into it a bit more. I need to get comfortable. Yeah. If I'm going online to play COD, it's a different story. So. Yeah. You know, for me, it was the go-to game, and that's why it makes sense. Big deal for me is announcing something like Best Gadget, because it feels like a, a, a big category, and it could be mm. almost anything. I've given it some pretty, pretty strange ones in the past. But I went with Pharaoh Lightning McQueen this year because stunning. it's just an unbelievable bit of kid. It's when you play with it, when you use it, you realize mm. oh, there's nothing like it out there, and no. it's a bit of a benchmark for movie merchandise, let alone remote control cars. So I've never even seen the movie, and I appreciated the, to- the toy. Because it's a toy. Can I just but it's a very expensive toy. Sidebar. Sure. Watch the movie. Watch one and three. Don't watch two. But why? They're excellent movies. Yeah, but I don't like mate, watching teary. kids. I don't, I don't get crazy about kids' films. They're not kids' films, mate. Of course it is. Nah, mate. There's, it's like, like Shrek. 40% of the lines are mm. adult lines because you laugh and your kids go, what are you laughing at? <laughs> don't worry, mate. Uh, so it is like Shrek. I guess. So Shrek know. has... You, you've never seen Shrek? I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Well... It's a big fat green bloke. You, watch, you watch Shrek and I'll watch Cars. I've seen it. Right. You've physically never watched it, though, and you what, Hang on. When am I going to watch Cars? If, it, if it's not on a plane, because that's the only time I really watch movies is when I travel somewhere. Well, that's it. It's okay, on the way to see, yes. Watch yeah. it. All right. Okay. So then um, today we also announced Tablet. Now, mm-hmm. this was an interesting one because there's some amazing Tablet. I feel like this year, and I wrote this in the announcement, I feel like this year Tablets went up a step. Sales yes. have plateaued in Tablets because pretty much everyone that needs them has got mm-hmm. them. And so I went, look, Samsung's... Uh, Galaxy Book, excellent Windows tablet, a follow-on yeah. from the Galaxy Pro S, Tab Pro S, excellent mm. device, which I awarded last year. Um, their new Galaxy Tab S is yeah. S3, brilliant device with mm-hmm. the, the pen integration, the stylus integration is excellent. Yep. But the difference for me was the iPad Pro 10.5 inch was a couple of things. It was it was a good form factor, bigger screen, great. Mm. Um, the pen integration, good. Yep. But iOS 11 took iPad to a new level. I think that's the biggest thing. It's actually more what they did yeah. with, with the OS to make it work on that on that new iPad because it is stunning how you can you know really do some proper multitasking on it which oh, you yeah. couldn't do before. So that's a, that's a big winner for me. Um, let's talk about tomorrow um, best event. 
Yeah. Meat stock. Event is a new category. It's a new category. Um, I I like the idea of this because meat stock is something that deserves to be awarded. It's bloody awesome. In our space, mate, it's awesome. You you actually need to go go next next year. year, You've got to go. Um, For me. We'll make a date of it. Yeah, maybe I'll see you there. I'll see how I go. Fuck, that's harsh, mate. I'll see how I go. I'm, I'm pretty busy because I do a radio show on Saturday mornings. So maybe I'll go afterwards. I'll see how I go. Maybe well, Sundays. How'd you get that gig? Oh, just reference. Yeah. yeah just yeah. <laughs> a deflected move. I don't know. Um, yeah. So anyway, Jeez, meat mate. stock. Yeah, no worries. For me, this year, I've actually gone to a lot more beverage and food events. Yeah. It seems like it's becoming a bigger deal. I went to a wine Ken festival. Ken Wine himself. Happy to do it. Yeah. Happy to do it and experience these things. But meat stock, the first time I went and uh, just paid my own. And then we'll, I was invited the second year because we'd covered it. And uh, we covered it again and it, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and better. Yeah. So I, I do recommend people go because it's awesome. You might see one of us there. Who knows? Uh, it's <laughs> oh, that's not an incentive. It's not? No. Um, tomorrow we're also going to announce best grooming. Now, you, I think, judge this one primarily. Yes. Um, Braun 9 in 1. Mm-hmm. What the hell is nine things that it does? Shave your fingers as well as your back? It could actually do that. Um, in fact, I, I did. I did do that. Yeah. Fingers? I may have trimmed the finger hairs with it. Wow. Anyway, it's what got... What number? What number did you trim them to? Oh, God knows. It just Because, just mate, they're it. running at a 15 now. You need to bring them you back to a You reckon they are? I think they're a oh, five. No, that's a 15, <laughs> mate. My beard's a four. So, <laughs> so that's a 15. So the, um, the nine-in-one has... a bit has, freakish. Wolverine style. Mate, I'm, I'm a European. Okay. European descent. Bowen is the is the balance here. He has no hair. I'm the hairiest, <laughs> and you're sort of in. <laughs> so, um, so the nine in one has an attachment for every crevice of your body. Literally. Wow, so much information. You can, but you can do your head hair, your ears, your nose, no, eyebrows, don't. your um, beard. What, what do, you, do you call yours a beard? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's a beard, mate. It's growth around your face. Yeah, but it's yours is quite patchy and different colours. Patchy. Well, you've got some grey, some ginger. You're a bit ginger there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so ginger beard. Do you, do you colour that or do you colour the top? I don't colour anything, mate. Uh, what do so you think I am, Stephen Fennick? You've got some changes in colours going. That's what... <laughs> that, That'll get back. <laughs> so that, that's why I liked it. This thing does everything and it also... Um, but hang on, I've got... Hang on. I've got a trimmer that does the things you've mentioned. What are the nine? I just tried that. Can you fit your trimmer in your nostrils? Whoa. Do you not cut your nose hairs? I just I kind of flick it up a bit and just get the thing. Zzz, no, you don't zzz. have to. You just jam it in. And nah, it that's gets not to work. My, No, mine has an attachment for that. That's right. This the, the head on this thing. You just change the head a hundred times, and it also comes with a Gillette razor, which is really cool. So it actually is from shaving okay. to. I'm bored with that now. Nine in one. We're giving that tomorrow. Um, Bloody awesome thing. Christmas gift. How much? Roughly hundred bucks. Bullshit. Really? Hundred bucks shaver shop. I was looking at it today. Hmm. That is actually really good value. Yep. Battery lasts a long time. Okay. Tomorrow we're giving in-car tech. Now, in-car tech is one of my favorites because it's kind of how we got into cars broadly. Mm-hmm. Um, in-car tech, we're giving to the Audi Virtual Dash. Now, you've driven Audis, no? Yep, yep. I drew the new Q7. Mate, fair dinkum. The, the Virtual Dash is beautiful. Now, we drove the Tesla last week, all week, mm. and that big 7-inch inch touchscreen is amaz- in the center is, is amazing, but the the... The dashboard, the instrument cluster, yeah. it's a bit, it's just, you know, three areas of content, essentially. Mm. Okay. Um, the Audi Virtual Dash is mind-blowingly beautiful, and I think it yes. deserves that award. Um, I actually think they were one of the pioneers in that space, too, right? Mm. I mean, in terms of that, having a Virtual Dash, I first remember seeing it on an Audi. Yeah, totally. I don't think I saw it on anyone else. I think they were the first, the Volvo they've been driving this week has it, too, but it just reminds me of what Audi did. Yeah. A um, couple of others before we wrap on the, the awards, and this is not all of them. They'll all be at EFTM.com throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, best family car, I gave without question to the Kia Carnival. It is a people mover yep. that is great to drive, easy to use. It's, it's, very, it's better than a Honda Odyssey. Mm. It's better than having a four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drives are a great thing in, in, in theory, yeah. but a Kia Carnival is easy to use. So that's a cracking car. I loved it. Um, automatic sliding doors. It's, it's silly it really little work? things that make it. Easy to use as a family, you know. Get in the driveway, press a button, the doors open. I was going to say that one's got a door on both sides. Yes, that's one of the things I loved about it was that you can just open both sides regardless of where you're. Kids, parked. get out, get out, get Correct. out. We're done. Move on. I like it. Like that. Uh, gaming, we're giving to the Xbox One X. X. 100%. You know, it's, we've only had it for a short time, but there's no doubt in our minds that it's mm. the most powerful console. This is one of those ones we can give every year to the alternate console. It's probably going to keep sure. going that way, but they deserve the gong. Smartphones going to go to the iPhone 10. I just don't think you it's can no argue brainer. that it's it's a classic. The amount of the, the selfies that I've been able to get from other people's iPhone 10s mm. have been stunning. It's the only reason why Are you in quick, them? Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, apart from that, they're stunning. So, so you use their phone, take a photo of yourself and go, can you send that to me? I've got, I don't have an iPhone 10. 
Yeah, it's disappointing. That's how I get my good photos. Look at my Instagram. It's all. I don't think I follow you on Instagram. Oh, unless you unfollowed me, you used to once. Oh, yeah, I just watch your stories. I, I, I thought it's I followed you, but um, it's not Trevor Long AU, it's just Trevor Long. No, it's is that, is that not you, Trevor? Little oh, teenage right. pimply kid in the America who mm. won't answer my emails. Okay. <sighs> the awards <laughs> are being published six at a time at EFTM.com. On Friday, there'll be seven, including those top five mm-hmm. lifestyle car tech. Blokes, best and best of the best. Let us know what you think. Uh, if, if you hate the, some of the, if the decisions, if you love them, uh, engage with the posts on Facebook. Uh, send us a voice bite. Uh, voice bite and hashtag EFTM. And if people stop sending voice bites, we're just going to stop mentioning it. That's fine. Because can, we can just read tweets out. I get a lot of tweets about this podcast. We have some really, really committed listeners. No, absolutely. And I, and I love them for it because as we've been doing the show, especially when I was absent, I had a lot of people saying, mate, we need you back. Grant Pallant, show them who's boss, Jeff. Good on you. See, how good's that? Rob. Cheers, Grant. Come on, mate. Drop off. Cheers, Rob. Howie, how far in before Trevor Long calls someone an idiot? I think well, you're, you're the idiot, Howie. I think you called me an idiot already, though. Okay, you know, at the very start. Yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. take that back, Howie. You, you're just a half idiot. And uh, why does Bowen hate ducks? Well, that's a great story, which we can't tell. All right. Uh, this is the EFTM podcast. Love that one. Oh, it's dramatic because mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the Volvo XC. Is it XC60 or just X, XC60? XC60. Really? It's the T8 version. This is the hybrid. This is the hybrid. So the XC60 is one tier to down below, but the XC90, Correct. what does that mean? It's just smaller because the XC90, yeah. does it have seven seats? Yep. It does. So this is only five-seater. Correct. That's so so this is essentially your Audi Q5. Okay. You know, that is, it's that sort of level. Yep. It's not huge. Uh, it, feels, it feels stunning to drive because it doesn't feel like a big car. Being a hybrid, it's it's quite interesting because it's a turboed four-cylinder matched to, a, obviously, an electric motor. But you can run both at the same time or you can run just electric. And I didn't... Do you I, get to choose that? Because in a Camry, can, it's just like, do your best. You can put it in EV mode, but after five kilometers an hour, it kind of just takes off. No, so it obviously depends how you drive. If you nail it, even if you are in battery-only mode... So you mode, drive down a motorway every morning yep. to work. Can you drive it electric on the motorway? 100%, all the way to work, actually. How many Ks? 40. You, 40 Ks, get, fully electric? Yep. 40 Ks full electric, even doing 100 kilometers an hour. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Re- so was, is it like the Tesla? One of the things we found last week was the faster you're driving, the faster you chew the battery. If you chew, mm. if you drive at 60 or 80, do you go a lot further than 40 Ks? Yeah, you probably would. And also if you're doing a bit more braking, you do because you get some regen, some, some regen as well. So I, I have driven um, you know, the BMW i3 before, mm-hmm. fully electric, and I found that to be actually a little bit harder to drive because I felt like the actual regen when you take the accelerator off was like, Solid braking. Yeah. Well, Whereas that, this one seems to manage it a bit better than oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's better when it is solid braking because it regens more, essentially. Yeah, that's, that's what true. what the Tesla does. You, you rarely touch the brakes in a Tesla. Here's a question, actually, because you had, you had the Tesla Model X. Um, and this one, when I slow down enough, it's going to battery mode as I creep into the garage. Hmm. Did the Model X, was it hard to creep? So I'm Model struggling X, with creeping. Model in the, X in has an thing. option. So they realized after about six months that people needed creep. So there's actually a mode. We yep. called it Jeff mode in, in the videos. I don't know if you watched it. I don't know, I think, don't think they make the cut. I don't think it made the cut. No, it didn't make the cut, but we called it Jeff mode. Why is that? Creep. Not because it was just slow or a non-starter. No, because you're a creep. Okay. Get it? I thought, I thought Don Burke was, but that's okay. I won't talk no, about him yet. mate. Poor bugger. <laughs> Poor bugger? Well, I'm sure he's having a hard time at the moment, isn't he? Mate. Yes. Yeah. And would. rightfully so. Probably. I've done some arsehole things in my time, but nothing like he's done. Probably true. Yeah. Anyway, creep mode. Yep. Just joking. It was, it was just a fun one. Yep. It literally, so when you're sitting at the lights, if creep mm. mode's not on, it'll just, and you take your feet off, it'll just sit there. Yes. If you put creep mode on, it will creep forward like a normal petrol car does. Because I'm nearly driving through the garage wall with this, this Volvo. Like, for me, I need to get close to the wall so I can shut, shut the garage behind it. Because it, it is a big car, and most new homes are about a five-and-a-half-metre length in the garage. So I'm, I'm actually struggling with that. I have to get the missus to, like, let me in and, like, wave me through. But I have to be very – it's jerky because you know how it is with, with a battery car. It launches. It doesn't, it doesn't creep at all. So that's, it's a scary thing putting that in the garage. I think that's worth mentioning in your review. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a problem. But look, besides that, this this car is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it is absolutely. Yeah, Bowen, and before you write your review, make sure you read what Bowen wrote at the launch. Yeah, because we want to be in sync here. But he he was very impressed with the car. Yeah, there's stunning. no doubt. And it has got that that whole autopilot sort of driving. Yep. Um, not hands off the steering wheel. You do keep it close. It's and pretty it does, good autopilot. Yep. It's pretty good. Here's one of the things I'm concerned about. Maybe you had this on the Model X as well. Mm. It sticks to the left line. 
Yes, so I noticed this in the Volvo S90, in fact, when I went to Melbourne to drive that with their autopilot for the first time. Yep. And my first feedback from the first leg of the drive was, I feel like I'm, feel like I'm on, the, on the left more. Way on the left. And they said, or I read or something, that that's actually where you're meant to be. You're actually meant to be further to the left of your lane than centre. Okay. And also, you're often confused by where you are because you're on the right-hand side of the car. So you, mm-hmm. you feel like you're further to the left than you should be, but you're also not realising that you're normally further to the right than you should be because you're in the right-hand side of the car. So okay. it's actually a bit of mind games. What you need is someone behind you to say, mate, you're way to the left. Yeah. I'm not sure you actually are. You just feel it because you're not normally over there. Okay, so here's where my concern was. Not when I was in the left lane, but on a motorway when I was on the right lane. Yes, no, totally. Because I was like, I'm going to run into these cars. Yeah. So that was that was a bit uncomfortable, but... It didn't cause problems, just an observation. But um, Mm. it was impressive to have that sort of self-driving experience in a way, Um, have an electric experience. It's got the cooling seats. It's got the 360 cameras. It parks itself. um, And it bloody goes. For a hybrid, it's not slow. No, that's right. It's not slow. The infotainment system is beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, CarPlay, Android Auto, but actually having that big screen, almost like a Tesla. Nothing like a Tesla. Almost, yeah. Seven or eight inches, mate, compared to seven. How big do you need it? Like, I don't think I was... What else could I put on that screen? I don't know what else I was missing. Like, is it is it about just having a big screen for fun? Yeah, Why? Yeah, totally. You don't put pictures no, on it. No, because on a Tesla, you can split it. So you can have map at the top and yeah. uh, energy at the bottom or music at the bottom. You can mm. split it up. It's, it's, it's a much more... Yeah, it's, right. a good, it's a good user interface. There's no well, doubt. Anyway, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed this car. I mean, over 100 grand, it needs to be good, but... How much is it? About 110 plus on roads. This yeah, is the, this is the top of the line model though. That's true. Yeah, you, so, you can get you it for can, under that. Yeah, gosh, if you just get just the petrol version without the hybrid junk and stuff, you'll be done. hybrid junk. So look, I, I love you, it. You you drive an awfully sounding diesel. I drew a driver diesel. I'm not I'm not ashamed to it's say awful, it. mate. Sounds terrible. It's okay. Who cares? Okay, is it? Inside the cabin, you can't hear it. Cabin. Cabin. Car, oh. mate. Inside the car. It's a cabin. It's a fucking car, mate. It's not a plane. Inside the car. Inside the cabin. Inside the car, you can't hear it. What's fucking wrong with that? No, inside the cabin. You shut the door. You don't call them doors. What do you call them? They're fucking doors. <laughs> right. Doors on a cabin. I get it. Doors on a cabin? Mm. Car or cabin? Hashtag EFTMs. Tweet us. Just get on the um, interwebs. Let us know what you think because Jeff cares. We do it with thanks to the good people at Alcatel who have just announced the new A3 smartphone. This is a five-inch Android smartphone, outright price $149. Uh, it has a fingerprint sensor, a five-inch screen, and Android for 150 bucks. I mean, it's the perfect smartphone for your teenage kids as they first get their phone. It's a perfect smartphone to have as a backup or when you break your phone because you know you will. It's available at Optus uh, for 149 outright and on their prepaid plans. It's 4G phone. 8-megapixel camera, 5-megapixel front camera. It's got everything you're going to need except the high price. $149, the Alcatel A3. Check it out at Optus or just search Alcatel. Do you know what? We had great luck coming into Brisbane last week and flying into Sydney. Bags came out first. You were the first ones to get well, your bags. Well, when I say first, I mean in that first group. Mm. You know, there's always groups. Yeah, yeah. We nailed it. You got the first bag. Like all of ours. Well, you we guys are all five bags. platinum or whatever it is. Uh, no, we flew Qantas. I'm gold. They're bronze. So okay. really no Nothing too special. reason. Okay. Um, and you didn't go carry on. That, didn't, that surprised me for you. Well, see, I, I had to take a lot of radio, the radio gear and stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I, I had more than I would normally. And we took a lot mm. of camera stuff that we didn't use Okay. because the stick is very, very addicted to his camera style. So he's didn't got, want he's any got his ways. GoPros. He does have his ways. You mm. don't mess with his ways. No. Um, but it's it's a quite rare. And even, you know, again, egotistical thing, but when I am a platinum flyer and you're flying business class, yep. so often you're waiting for the, you're the last person. I'm like, are yes. you kidding me? Drives me crazy. Coming, because I, I went to New Zealand and I had a couple of flights while I was there. I, I hate waiting for luggage. Privateers. I wish it was. Um, but I also, I actually get really nervous. Because how many times have you picked up somebody else's bag? You know what? Forget the baggage carousel lottery. Mm. I'm standing in the plane. It landed in Sydney. You know, I'm not one to stand. I wait until the, the people are moving before I stand up. Yep. I stand up. Bloke grabs my bag from the overhead locker. Bullshit. I went, oi, that's mine. No. Goes, oh, sorry. Lucky I didn't. I nearly checked. Are you huh? kidding me, mate? How many people have the How same carry-on bag? 
Like it was a black backpack. So I yeah. guess some accident possible. But dude, are you kidding? Yeah, that's 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 dodgy. But no, I've, ne- I've is- never gone near picking up someone else's bag. Well, you have a big bright yellow thing with an EFTM sticker on it. Oh, that's that. I get, I get why. But my missus pulled pulled up a bag, and I go, I don't think that one's yours. We had to check the tag, and we put it back. And I was thinking, shit, how easy is it to actually take someone else's luggage? Oh, there's plenty of video. In fact, I'm sure I saw like a surveillance video of someone. Oh, you know what it was? It was um. Uh, I don't know if you still listen to the EFTM podcast. If you're not, Josh, screw you. Mm. Um, Josh Withers, who's a ma- marriage celebrant in Queensland, lost his PA gear. Like, oh, you know, shit. takes it with him. He's a marriage celebrant, yeah, flies yeah. all around the world. Mm. And he, he lost, like, they lost his baggage. And he's like, you've lost my bag. We'll send it the next day. Lost baggage normally comes within a day, right? Yep. And it turns out that they found CCTV vision of the person taking his PA system from the carousel. So was that person a passenger, or they just walked into the terminal, oh, picked up the bag, oh, and left? I didn't get that much information, but mm. you know, it could be it could be either, right? Because yep. think about it, the strategy is not hard. No, you, you either want, you mill around, or you walk out with everyone and you stand there, mm. stand at the very entry, or you either do one of two things: you stand where the bags come out and just grab something and go, yep. or you stand at the other end and if something passes all the way through, because there's normally a big snake, if it's yep. getting to the other end, no grab it and it go. Because I've always thought domestic What's is stopping actually, someone. Nothing. Domestic is open too. Whereas with international, at least you've got customs that keep people from the street coming in and grabbing a bag. True. And you also have that moment of going, hang on a minute, is that my bag over there? You could pretty much catch up to them before they get through customs. But domestic, that's on the street. You could walk in from the street, go straight up to the carousel, grab a bag, have it in the car in a minute, and you're gone. You've got a criminal mind, Jeff. I don't, but uh, it crossed my mind. I think about it all the time. So Queenstown Airport. I think about crime and how easy it is to commit all the time. Well, I was thinking at at the thing that there's opportunities there. No, but about me. We know. You were just oh, saying no, you're you were just saying you're innocent. You're a good bloke. You'd never make it on a current affair for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So you've got nothing to worry about, mate. But what does it say about me that I think about that? It means you've uh, you've got a chance of being that guy later. Okay. I, it, well, just it's up to you. Control your actions. So I don't know where we hmm. flew, but who was with me? Might have been the stick. But we. We were asked to ha- show our bag tags as we walked out of the airport. That's like nice. Like the tag on the back of your boarding pass. I thought oh, that was interesting. Yes. I don't think I've ever held on to it. Well, that was my problem. I'm like, yeah. holy crap, I'm not sure I have that because I don't normally check them. I don't know where I would have put it. No, that's the first thing in the bin. But but how? think about it domestically. Sydney Airport, Melbourne, doesn't matter where. Yep. How the hell could you enforce that? It is an it's, honor system. Yeah. I, I really think they need to change the whole thing. I think the carousel is busted. I think that whole system is wrong. It how should... do you do it, mate? What do you do? You put in a scanner system so it just comes scooting out to the people that own the bag? Well, we've all, we've all got a seat assigned to yep. where we need to go on the plane. Right. Why can't the baggage follow a similar system? Why can't it be laid out in the same way? We get off the plane. Why can't the bags be laid out? Seat, seat 12A, there's your bag. But the problem is mm-hmm. not everyone gets – you've got elderly people who take forever. You've got people who stop for a piss. You've got some yep. people that stop for a, a beer. I mean, you know, people mm-hmm. that stop. Yeah. So how, you've still got to have someone checking that you – it's basically mm-hmm. about having someone checking that you're picking up your bag. You've got that problem of, of efficiency versus convenience, right? Mate, efficiency mm-hmm. is the biggest problem with baggage. Yeah, that's a tough call. But frankly, uh, if, it was a, if it was a global problem – they would have done something. They right? would have done something about it. Mm. You're just a narc. I'm just concerned that I could have lost all my good clothes. I packed. I packed pretty heavily for New Zealand. I packed suits, packed some nice clothes, and what if I lost that? What? What? What then, Trevor? How would you like me to come dressed to that today? I, I think I had these clothes in my bag. Then what? This is why I always mm. travel with a carry-on bag. If it's not just yeah. a backpack, in my backpack, there's always a spare mm. pair of Reggie's socks and a shirt. Because I'm always wearing pretty much jeans and my RMs on a plane. It's just yeah. what I wear. So I normally I carry a pair of Reggie's socks and a shirt because really? at a at an airport lounge, either at one end or the other, I can get changed and feel yeah. refreshed, right? But also, it's that convenience of going, if something happens the other end, I've got a day's worth of clothes. See, I got caught out. Remember in, on the way back from Vegas, yeah. I went for a shower. I didn't have any other clothes with me. Dimwit. Just showered. Just That's, got just wet, got back into got your dirty clothes. off and put my old shit back on. Let's see, mate, it's so good putting a new pair of undies on. Yeah, I, I, I would understand that. I should have just gotten rid of the undies, just packed them away. That wouldn't have been that bad. It's only a 12-hour flight. Nothing between me and you except a thin layer of gabardine. <laughs> That's right. That's just sick, Jeff. That'd be okay. I could but have see, done that. But see, that is why I travel predominantly with carry-on mm. only. Okay. Two reasons. One, absolute certainty I've got the bag. Mm. Secondly, I'm first out and first on the on the cab line. Where do you keep your undies then? 
What do you mean? Well, where do you keep them in the bag? Do you have a Which special bag? pocket? And you're talking about the backpack when I just got a yeah, little yeah. backpack. This yeah. is at the bottom. What if you have First to get your bag, your bag checked? Like, sir, can I look at your bag? Yeah, just what's wrong? I don't know. He's looking at your underpants. No, but, but when you when you it's worse when you take a foot when you only carry on. Like when you take oh, then a, you've got a lot of a lot of mate. And here's my problem: when I'm carry on only, I've mm. normally got the microphone you're talking into. I take with me. Yeah, Comrex. Like it looks like it could be a bomb because yeah. it's just crazy shit. Yeah, a microphone on X-ray is just a big, long, stabby thing. Yeah, like, it doesn't look good. No, so yeah. I've stopped. Um, assuming, and I've just started taking it out. Because so, when you open up your bag, mm. normally one side has that zip close and the other side is where you kind of keep the clothes. Yeah. They're going to see everything. Yeah, And, yeah. mate, it's it's not good. I just want to pull my undies out in front of security and other passengers waiting aboard the plane. We don't, you don't pull them out. Most people aren't looking. I think the security guards mm. have seen some weird shit, mate. I know. I just don't want them to see mine. Okay, fair enough. It's not not for their business. Baggage, carousel, lottery. What's been your experience? Hashtag EFTM. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. How do you think we're going without Bowen? That's fine. Yeah, I think right. we, we could get by without him. I reckon he'll be able to download it and um, have a listen on this flight home. This flight home. Well, he's probably already bought it. Mate, he's, he? got, he's probably got in-flight internet. I reckon, we, I reckon we make him listen to it on the plane. Yeah, that's fine. If he's got internet, great. Probably about 30, 40 meg, though, so it could take forever to download via satellite. Is he on um, Etihad? Em- Emirates. Emirates? Yeah. He'll okay. be fine. Listen, what's the story about the lost submarine? Holy shit. This is crazy. I don't know, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news, Trevor. No, mate. I definitely haven't been. World news. This is outside of, I don't know, whatever. What is this, SBS now? Yeah, this is world news. Okay. Argentinian submarine. Gone. Just gone missing. Families of missing submarine crew have been told their loved ones are dead. They're not dead. That's what they've been told according to the Daily Mail. That's a reputable publication. When did, when did you just find that? I've just clicked the link you sent. Oh, shit. I didn't read that. Relatives, the relatives react with fury as Argent... This is because this is the Daily Mail. Everything I'm saying now is the headline. So now it's dramatic. Their relatives react with fury as Argentine Navy confirms an explosion was recorded last week when it vanished. Oh, shit. So they're actually dead now. Okay. Well, there, there goes my whole bloody spew with this. <laughs> because for me, when I first heard about it, the, the, they lost a sub. They knew there were people on board. They didn't hear anything. They don't know why it happened. And then I just started to think about, well, what are they doing? Say, say you and I are a submarine, Trev. Not going to happen. Maybe there's a crew of 15 more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something goes wrong. We're stuck. Things stops. We're just sitting there underwater a I'm, few I'm, kilometers down. I'm taking my chances with holding my breath and getting to the top. A few kilometers down, you won't. Well, even if you if you exit the sub, the whole thing will just implode and you'll die. You'd okay. die. That's an issue. So, so I was starting to think about well, what happens then. How how long do you wait before you start to cull off people who are taking oxygen? What is this like that movie um, where they eat eat their their mates who who are in the disaster as if well? You ran out of food. You'd probably have to consider it. Who uh, who'd be the first to go in the EFGMCS crew? Whoever's got the most jolly to offer. Jolly. In terms of meat. Jolly. I don't know. He's a big fat, big fella. I've met the poor bloke yet. He's fortunate for him. Jolly, you'll tweet me, but I think he's a touch bigger than me. You reckon? Yeah. And okay. I'm I'm the biggest of the unit, of the bunch. Yeah. Bowen, he might think he's big, but he's he's got as much girth as I do. You reckon? So, yeah, we, so we could eat eat Bowen. Pro- probably. Well, he's got no hair, so we wouldn't have to worry about just you know, because hair getting I'm, I'm a spiritual teeth. leader. I think we'd go Bowen first. Spiritual leader? Well, I'd like to think that I'm what are you, in Jesus? some way the leader. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. I'm not a leader. But spiritual? <laughs> like, what? what is that? I'm a spiritual leader. I meant it in terms of there's no actual genuine hierarchy. Right, but there's a spiritual one. I'm going to start wearing a gown. So, so we're, we're just all disciples to you, aren't we? That's, that's how it is. When you go home, can you pray, to, pray for me? I will. I'll, I'll pray to Trevor. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, Don't take the Lord's name in vain. Or yours. <laughs> so anyway, I'm done with the submarine. If they're all dead, it's too late. I can't oh, help them. It's tragic. Whether they've got access to the podcast or not, it's too late. Oh, that's terrible. Well, it is though, mate. I think you'll be judged, your performance this week, Jeff, by mm. the audience right. on the two stories you've brought to the show. Have the I last brought... one yeah, and the one about the North, North Korean defector. Did you hear? No, I saw. I, I, um, I saw the video of mm. this bloke. He drove like a little Jeep um, or a Mercedes. I don't know what it was, but he drove a car yep. uh, into the DMZ, the de- demilitarized zone, and yep. then just went like the fucking clappers and kept driving. He ran. 
He, he, but he struggled. Why, why didn't he? he could have driven further? Yeah, it's like he got stuck. The friggin' idiot. Here's my, here's my thought. He sort of drove to a point where he went, "Oh, they're going to know that I'm that I'm running away now." Gets out of the car and just goes, "I'll, I'll run it." Yeah, but here's the thing. He should have <laughs> known. They fucking opened fire. Holy shit! Did they open fire? Like, like from all angles? Just insane. Yeah. Right. And, so, and they're all and they're all a shit shot, by the way, so because he, he ran. It was the like whole the watching way. the movies. They never. It was never a hit shot. Yeah. Although no, no he did get hit. He did no, get but, hit, but not not death. Like from that many shots, he should be yeah, he should effort. be like a cheese grater. He should be mm-hmm. empty. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, and I go back to the fact that he drove a car close, but not close enough. Yeah, bailed, mm-hmm. and then was was a human target for yeah. minutes. Yeah. And they found him. He he was in the South Korean side. Mm. And what was interesting to me, you don't know the politics of it all, but uh, one of the you know the North Korean combatants. You know, had his gun pulled and he went, yeah. he ran, and then he suddenly stopped and went back. And it was because he'd hit the line, which oh, you're shit. not allowed to pass. Really? Right? So he, you, you watch it again. One of the guys with the gun, he, and he runs and he goes, oh, my God, I've, got, I've gone like two meters too far. So, and he runs back. So he's trying to sort this dude out, steps over the line and thinks that's more important than finishing him off. Yes. That's impressive. Yes. They respect the line that much. Totally. More, more than killing the dude. And so he, they had like uh, heat vision yeah. of, of South Koreans going over because he's obviously injured lying hmm. and they've had to drag him, him away. Out. So they drag him away and they discover that he's super sick. This guy, so he was in the Korean army or whatever they call them themselves, and uh, they take him straight to hospital. I think they're just he, the Korean disciples. Are they disciples too? Well, I mean, hello, it's fucking Kim Jong-un. Un, listener of the show. Spiritual leader. He's the spiritual leader of North Korea. So they bring this dude into the hospitals. Actually, really nice of South oh, Korea. a dictator though. Yes, but nice of you, South Korea. You agreed too quickly. Yes. <laughs> really nice of South Korea to actually, first of all, rescue the dude. Like, they weren't shooting back. They could have. Like, if someone from the North Korean army is running towards your wall, why wouldn't you shoot the dude? They don't have an allegiance to this guy. They, went, they must have known the guy Intel. was fleeing. Maybe it's part of their policy is we don't shoot him because what if we get some info, info out of them? Maybe he wasn't even armed. Maybe he was just running at the wall and you go, well, this guy probably needs help. So did he know he was sick? No, he had no idea. He was just coming across, obviously got jack of all the crap that's going on over there. Maybe his family had already fleed. I don't know the full background, but he goes to hospital and doctors over there have realized the dude's got more parasites in him than, than cow shit. Like he's, well, a, let, he's let, in bad state. Let me bring in the Daily Mail once again with their very succinct headlines. I Excellent. mean, their headlines are longer than EFTMs. Mine are short. Short and Mine sharp. Mine are quite long normally. Mm. Parasite riddled North Korean defector also had hepatitis B when he fled the hermit country for the south where he's... Watching CSI and the transporter as he recovers. How good is that? What about that fucking headline? And how shit is this website? It is just photos after photos. Yeah. It's like BuzzFeed. It's literally a story made of images. It's just rubbish. But no one has the time to read. Like I, I write. I love, in, I love writing articles for EFTM and I love putting content there. But I assume that most people are more concerned about my pretty pictures than the words. Because, you know, picture tells a thousand stories. Thousand words, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. But here's my, my last point about this Korean dude was mm-hmm. here's a guy who is actually being looked after because he's part of the Korean army. So he's probably being fed, probably has better living conditions than the people who live there. Right. And he's actually rat shit on his own. So that's why I was like, wow, this is pretty impressive that South Korea get to look at how even the military, which is probably the best treated in North Korea, yeah. how they're living. How bad is it for the actual civilians? Good point. Uh, appreciate your views and your thoughts. If you've got uh, if you've got some world news for Jeff to cover, mm. hashtag on Twitter, Jeff's World News. I just think we need to get in there. We need to sort it out. Not us. Well, I'm, I'm no good. I'm spruiking for next week's show, mate, trying to get people to give you content. Why? For your world news segment. No, I'll, I'll just read the Daily Mail, apparently. Don't read that shit, mate. Is that where I got my, my stuff from? Both of them. I'm embarrassed. You should, in fact... It's a disgrace. I must have Googled news. You know what? I might edit this whole section out. Just just delete it. It's just, just awful. Just, just delete the show. Awful. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. Now... I'd like to call bullshit right. on pretty much every tech journal in the country Ah, uh, over Amazon.com. How funny was last week? I saw articles from like, even two weeks ago, people saying, Black Friday, Black Friday. 
Amazon is going to launch in Australia. No, no. Launching two o'clock Thursday. Yeah, they had times. People were going, promise you it's this time. Promise you it's this day. I am proud. Proud that EFTM did not have a story Thank about God. it. It's probably because I was on the road. Probably a bit busy. But my favorite tweet of the week mm-hmm. goes to Rosalind Kogan. Yeah. Who on the 24th, which is probably Friday, um, said this. I wonder how many Aussie journos will today be publishing headlines like, I was easily fooled. I followed the mob. I drank the Kool-Aid. I peddled the fake news. And he says, being wrong is okay. Accountability is honorable. Denial is not a river in Egypt. I love it. I mean, he's fucking smashed them. Yeah, he's on the money. And it happened so hard. Now, none people... of them would care, though, because of clickbait. It's it's good clicks. They would have had heaps of Plenty. clicks on their, on their stories. Yep. And then there were a lot of people publishing that you could buy, like, a phone case through some se- secret link that people got access to. Like, it's it's not... It's not a launch. The thing is, so the products appear, right? Let's just, I mean, I'll just, I'm on Amazon.com right now, right? If I search HDMI, yep. there'll be some fucking crazy HDMI thing here. Here it is, a T light extender. Click on that and you can't buy it. When you click the buy button, mm. it takes you back to the home page, and the home page is Kindle. It's just books. Yep. Amazon.com.au has not launched. In no. fact, I'm prepared to say it has not launched at all. I originally thought it was a soft launch, maybe 500 people, 1,000 people. Mm. We would have found someone by now. Yeah. Someone who, if they had access, would have told us by now. Yep. Although, go back a couple of, was maybe last year, when Amazon launched, what, what's their video thing called? Prime? Prime Video, yeah. Who had the exclusive on that? We did EFTM. Right. And it was actually a shit launch. We stumbled, you stumbled across it. Yeah. You tried a few things, realized, wow, it, it works. Yeah. I registered, it worked. And yeah. we're like, we're on, we're on to something. Yeah. These guys are just writing crap with no, no evidence, nothing. But also I think people are actually expecting Amazon to announce it when they do. And if, if we take their prime launch, for example, there was nothing. It just happened. Yeah, it's true. There was nothing. And here's the other thing. Amazon launching in Australia, it's not a fucking big deal. Well, no, it's not, mate. It will be. They're launching Amazon Marketplace, mm-hmm. which is eBay. It's yeah. a way for businesses to list products within a single place. It's like opening up a Westfield shopping center store. Yep. Right? It's it's a single place where lots of things can be bought and sold. They have one distribution center in Melbourne. Yeah. There's not going to, if there's same day deliveries in Melbourne, I'd be amazed, but there certainly mm. won't be in Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, or Adelaide. No. Um, America, Amazon has a reputation because in America, you can be a subscriber to Prime. And you can get half-hour, two-hour delivery windows. It's crazy. They have warehouses fucking everywhere there. Yep. They sell groceries. Mm-hmm. They don't make a cent. They make well. fuck... No, no. Trust me, mate. They make fuck all profits. Oh, Amazon's doing okay. No, no, no. Amazon's doing okay out yep. of their web services business. Yes. AWS funds Amazon. Amazon mm. retail makes little to no money. In fact, I'll have to find the article. I think they make a loss. Amazon retail does not make money. Amazon web services, which is what 90% of the websites Mm. of the world run on, makes billions. What about their bookstore? That must make some cash because it's just a digital file that they're just dumping on people's Kindles or iPads. That's got to be a moneymaker. Look, I don't doubt that they're making some money. A percentage anyway, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's going to be half a minute. No, don't worry. but, But, you know, distribution of a book, Digitally, cost them bugger all because they're probably running totally, it as yeah. well on AWS. But I, th- I just think they must be making a shitload of cash somehow. And it's not just AWS. It can't be just that because that came much later in the piece. Mate. It, they weren't doing that for, for years. So, but they were, they were making a loss like many internet companies. Mm. Amazon's net income is like $197 million. Right? Oh, come on. It's $4 billion for Amazon web web services. Yep. Like there's it's a huge disparity mate. It's a huge huge disparity. Mm. Um they there's the a story just from October last year that says online retailer would have posted a big loss if not for the cloud business. Yeah, okay. So so Honestly. are we all getting excited about nothing? Yes, I'm telling you, nothing. Now in 5 years, mm-hmm. I predict they'll have distribution centers in least in Sydney and Brisbane. Yep. Um in five years, I think they'll have different products mm-hmm. and certainly more range of their own. Yep. But, mate, they're not going to take on Harvey Norman with fridges and TVs. JB Hi-Fi is going to be mm-hmm. fine in that space as well. Where Jerry Harvey and JB Hi-Fi and others need to look at is anything small. 
anything simply postable. Yeah. Because those small items can be dispatched quickly, easily, and, sure. and at a low cost. Yep. So it's big items that are always going to have the, the bricks and mortar retail winning. Mm. Um, mate, I just, I just think the whole thing's a load of bullshit. You think we're getting too excited? 100%. Okay. Because tech journos... Mm. Are really because tech journals have been, you know, using postal forwarding services and yeah. VPNs they're to access it. things. They're on Amazon. They've, they've been buying Alexa, which is a shit product in Australia because it doesn't work here very well mm. unless you, you know, work your way around it, which you've done. I get that. Yeah, yeah. But the average Joe can't fucking buy one completely, and make it work. Completely get that. I completely get that. And I, and I agree. I think. As always, tech media gets very excited about anything tech-related coming to Australia. We do. We blow it up totally, like mad. Yeah. And, but I, I think with that, it's actually creating quite a decent wave because I'm hearing about Amazon not just in tech media. It's everywhere. That's the problem. Business media are loving it just as much because they love riding off big stocks. Yeah, and for them, it's all thinking about, well, the end of Harvey Norman, the end of this, and that also creates a great a bunch of clicks for them too, right? Yeah. Well, I'd be interested in your views, folks. Uh, hashtag EFTM. Send us a voice bite. Download voice bite the app. Send us a 15-second recorded message. Hashtag EFTM. Share it on socials or just jump on Twitter. And, yeah, just uh, tweet us. Fuck it. It's too, it's too much of a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's too hard. Okay. It's official. Yeah, just, just tweet us. the last week we're doing voice bite? I'm, I'm, I'm done. I can read it out as good as someone else can record it. Dead set. I'll put a voice on. If you've got emotion in your voice, I'm happy to hear it. Yeah, look, if it requires passion, record it. Otherwise, I will interpret it as I read it. <laughs> That's all I can do. Fair enough. Text versus voice. Uh, Trevor Long on EFTM. G Quattromani um, is on Twitter. And the Bowen. And, of the course, Bowen. we are all at EFTM. We all get that. We all see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel better if you, if you mention me. I just feel like, like I like It's more that. targeted. Certainly. I'll get an alert. Look, I, I basically muted Jeff, so don't mention G Quattromani. At all? You pretty much muted in my feed. Yeah, right. Do you like that? No, I, I love the fact that you two are verified, though. Well, I missed that boat, didn't I? Mate, who are you? EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Yeah, you know, they, they take away verification for offline activity, so you'd never get one anyway. What offline about your activity? offline activity? What's that mean? Shit that you do in the real world. Oh, I'm never going to get verified. Yeah. Although I'm the only Jeff Quatchman on the planet. Well, there's no reason why that, to verify you then. That's not why people get verified. It's, it's meant not. to be. No, no, you get verified because you are somebody with. Um, actually, I'll never get verified, is it? Yeah. yeah. Move on, mate. All right. Mate, there's 52 tech journals got verified because I put them on a list. Yep. The only reason they're Never forget. Never. <laughs> never forget. The funny thing was, one of them, in fact, it was Campbell, wrote a, wrote a story the day they got verified. Mm. It's hilarious. Um, saying the verif- verification process is stupid. It's fucked. They didn't even check it was me. Ah. Uh. And I, I rang them and I said, mate, it's because I did it. I verified you. Mm. He's like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Had to leave the story online though, right? Oh, definitely. It stayed yeah. there. It's yeah. probably still there. Mm. Now, Jeffrey, um, I think the final topic without question likely to be the most controversial. Well, we're at the end. It's the end of the rundown, mate. I've got nothing else. Shit, I should have put more in it. Probably. I'm on a roll. I've got two weeks to make up for you. Anyway, go on. Mate, I'll just be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's about a seven out of ten. Fuck off. That can't be true. Well... I look forward to the listeners' ratings. I'm bringing two-thirds of the show. Whoa. Well, it is, because Bowen's not here. I have to cover for him. Um, anyway, go on. Hottest 100. What's that? Hottest 100. What is that? Oh, I don't know, mate. I've never <laughs> listened to it. <laughs> so but There's a lot of controversy about it moving is. to the fucking day after Australia Day. Yeah, so it's actually... This is amazing. This is, oh, this is actually a really quite amazing story. Really? Well, it is when you break it down, because... Here's what happened. This will be good. Last year, I caught up with some friends at a pub on Australia Day. I don't follow the Hottest 100. I don't really care for it. Triple J for me is a station I don't listen to. They tend to play bands which aren't good yet. So usually bands will start out on Triple J, sign a commercial agreement, and then end up on other FM stations. That's usually how I see bands flowing through talent. Work in the pubs, then you go Triple J, then you end up on, say, Nova, 961, whatever. What's happened is I've gone to the pub one day. I have a good friend of mine who loves the Hottest 100. He goes and listens to it at the pub. I go there and I actually enjoyed listening to the top 10. I was there for the last bit, having some drinks. It was a quite a nice spirit. People all lively. It was good. That for me was Australia Day experiencing the Hottest 100. Mm-hmm. Then we saw this announcement this week. So Triple J has decided to move the Hottest 100 away from Australia Day to the fourth Saturday of what month are we? January. Of January, not not November, of January. So 
I don't think Australia Day will ever fall onto the fourth Saturday of January. However, that's where they're going with it. It will be a Saturday and they'll be playing the hottest 100. So people will still vote. They're still voting. I think voting is open now. You can vote for whatever the hell, I don't know, shit you listen to. Yeah. And, uh, and they'll play it on the 27th next year. Now, for me, they're, uh, it, the interesting part is they're, why they're moving it. So they're moving it because they don't want to offend um, the Indigenous Australians because they believe that, as in Triple J believes, that Australia Day is seen as Invasion Day. Mm. So where do we go? Where do we go from here? Because I've, I've spoken... Well, the funny, let me, so the funny thing is, yep. the fourth Saturday in January mm-hmm. is the 25th, no, the 27th Seventh, this year. Yeah, yeah. It's the 25th, 26th the year after. So next year it's on Australia Day. Yep, that's going to be fun for them. They'll have to move it again. <laughs> the day, the year after, it's on the 25th. It's not until 2021 that it kind of goes weird. It's on the 23rd. Right. So, you know, it's a bit of a cop-out mm-hmm. in my mind. Okay, so I don't really have an opinion on Australia Day. With the greatest respect to the Indigenous population, I could give a fuck mm. about Australia Day being on 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 the 26th or another day. Yep. Um I, if I'm forced to give an opinion, which I will right now, mm. I think we should be at a place now where we can say, we can all agree that that shit that went on after settlement, yep. not the invasion, because places were being invaded, place, places were being colonised right. back then, that's what happened. Um, well, but there was, some, there was some shit that went on mm. with the Indigenous population, which was outrageous yep. and, and should never happen again, mm-hmm. but it won't. Like, it just won't. Yeah, it can't it happen again, won't. right? Yeah. If if Australia Day has that effect on people, it's it's awful. Hmm. But like most people are just having a beer. Yep. We have, I think, the greatest respect for the Indigenous population, frankly, okay. than anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was at um the when when I did the RMIT thing in Melbourne with Apple, they launched that coding course a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, Lisa Jackson, who's uh, an Indigenous, well, let's. She, she's a woman of colour from America. I, I don't know her background, right? Okay. We won't assume. No, I don't want to assume anything. Yep. But, uh, you know, she, she's not a white American. Sure. Um, she heard the welcome to country from two of the speakers. And she, I think she commented. She said, I, I really respect that you do that. Good. And I've seen that a lot. And you know what? I respect it too. And I've had to say it many times at speeches. Mm. I think it's fucking great that we do that. Of course it is. Um, and I think that what we need to hear is a bit more from the community, the Indigenous community that says, we love that you do that and we thank you for that. Yeah. Um, it really makes us feel welcome in our own country because it is our sure. country, not yours and that kind of stuff. Um, but then I think to myself, people are still going to celebrate Australia on, on 26th. Mate, even though it's the date. People are going to go mental on Australia Day as they do every year. Put the put Australia Day on the 1st of January. That's one one argument because it's um, a federation, right? No. Mate, it's the day it's after New Year's. Day. It's just it'll never rub that way. So no. then, pick a random date in the in the in the world. It has no significance. Then I know mm-hmm. that the invasion has significance for the wrong reasons for a lot of people. But uh, mate, it's just a really hard one to mm. to argue because obviously it's not directly affecting me. Yep, uh, and I get that. But gee whiz, man, moving the hottest. I think of all the things, right? Let, let's say, even if I agree mm. wholeheartedly, even though I agree in a large part that Australia Day, there should be conversation about moving Australia Day. But if if the ABC yep. want to play politics here, then fucking move the hottest one hundred to March. Yeah, move it way away. Make it Easter. They're taking the piss. Next yeah. year it's on Australia Day. Yeah. Make it make it Easter Monday. No one gives a shit about that day. When, when the fuck's Easter Monday anyway? I don't know. In April. No one ever knows. And it could be in March, mate. It's stupid. Yeah, they do move Easter too. Christians, mate. They're a fucking they, weird people with that right. whole Easter thing. Jesus. I mean, I mean Trevor. Sorry. I forgot mate, what I was supposed to say. Easter. What's going on there? No. So do you, do you know my point? Like, yeah, if you're no, going to move it. the hottest 100, move it somewhere else. Yeah, put a decent effort into it. Put it on the 100th day of the year. Oh, shit. Oh, you got to jump on the tweeters Fuck, man, that's and put a good that out idea. before no one else does. That actually makes sense. Although the risk that they would run is having it on a weekday then. Because if it's on a weekday, who's going to listen to it? Well, mate, who listens to it anyway? There is a bunch of people in Surrey Hills who love this shit. That's what I'm saying. It's they they sit there on their town. milk crates. They drink some... It's on the 10th of April every year, the hundredth, mm. the hundred, top 100 countdown on the 100th day of the year. Or you could make it the... Uh, Boxing Day. What's wrong with Boxing Day? 
No, don't don't touch Boxing Day. But hang on, Boxing Day is almost identical to Australia Day, except it's got sales. No, no, that's right. We're busy. We're going to the shops. We're shopping. Don't touch oh, yeah, Shopping Day. But on your way to the shops, you can listen to the Hottest One Hundred. Eat shit. We're not doing it on that day. We're not. We're not doing that. Okay, I'm, gonna, off the, I'm off calling the, for a vote yeah. via the Twitterverse. No. What? No, we're not. No, we're not. Can we I'm, ask our audience? Well, I won't agree with them. Fuck, that's rude. I don't. I don't want it on. Mate, I don't want to break to you. That's how this works at EFTM as well. I asked for your opinion on the awards, but I fucking got what I wanted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says, he nods knowingly. I'm saying, mm-hmm. what do you think, when do you think the hot, forget Australia Day. Okay, I'm not having that debate. Yes, it can't when, go back now. When should the hottest 100 be? No, no, no. Well, it no, can't. No. Forget the debate about when Australia Day should be is what I'm saying. No, no, no. As in, they can't go back to moving Hottest 100 to Australia Day. Now no. they've decided to move it. I want to know from our listeners, when should the Hottest 100 be? Mm-hmm. Australia Day, the 10th of April, 100th day of the year, or Boxing Day? Other curious question. I don't know. And this is Hang on. Is that, do you agree with that I question? Don't, I don't care. Mate. I don't. I don't. There's me, three simple options. I'm too outraged at the fact that they even moved it to think about when it should be. I'm too outraged, Trevor. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't care. I also don't care about the hottest 100. To be honest, never listened to Triple J in my life. I've come across it accidentally looking for Triple M. Here's the best because it's 105.7 yeah. versus 104.9. Right. Like it's you know when you're scanning back from like mix when it used to be mix 94. Point, mix 106.5, which was you know good good music before they made it shit mm. with Kyle and Jackie O music. Um, you'd right. scan backwards to Triple M and you have to skip Triple J. That's the only time I've ever come across Triple J. Hmm. And by the way, I, I didn't listen to that kind of music when I was young. I listened to Fana when I was young. So I skipped that whole genre. I think Go it was on. 2WS when I was younger, but anyway. Great so radio just a quick one. 60% of the people, they did a vote to decide to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And it was 60%. A 60% yes vote. Well, mate, we're changing same-sex marriage based on 60-odd percent. Correct. So why is there such a heated debate now? And why is it even permitted that we have this massive debate in the public about that they shouldn't have moved the date? when no one's making much noise about the 60% that voted yes on the same-sex marriage thing. Just interesting. Oh, no, I'm confused by that question. Mm. No, I'm int- genuinely confused so, by your question. They did a survey. Yes. Triple J did a survey. Should we move it? 60% said, said yes. yes. 60% also said yes to the same-sex marriage thing. Right. The outrage over the 60% yes vote for Triple J has been quite big. Really? It's been quite big. It was spoken about in Parliament today. You're the only... Oh, yeah, but that's fucking politicians, mate. Just saying. There's been a lot of outrage, and it's interesting how, how people are treating surveys differently. I only follow lefties, it appears, because no oh. one gives a rats in my... in my. You follow lefties on Twitter? A lot of them. You've got to get off them. You've got to start blocking they're people. They're not real lefties, though. They're people who... Like, there's people who... There's people who won't say mm-hmm. what we're saying now for fear of being, you know, put into a hole as some sort of racist outrage person. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I would, I would, I would, I would say I'm the opposite of racist. Go on. Well, I am. I don't. I don't even know what the opposite of it is. But if we, if people start seeing that what we're talking about is against Indigenous Australians, it's absolutely not what we're what we're talking about. It's not. No. It's purely just about the fact that they've done something to try and please somebody. And I actually don't think they've even asked the right people whether they care. Yotho Yindi was in the hottest one hundred. Midnight Oil, hottest one hundred. There's a lot of Indigenous artists that end up in the hottest one hundred. Did they ever say, "Take me out of it because you're playing it on Australia Day"? No. Did they ever ask them, should we move it? Do you feel offended by it? No. They polled just general Australia. I don't know if they're asking the right people, should we move it? So who should they be asking, the Indigenous? Yeah. Why not go to the Indigenous community and ask, should we move it? I've not seen an Indigenous person disagree with the movement. Disagree with the movement? With moving the date. Why Didn't Warren Mundine say, leave Australia Day where it is? That's what I thought. But Mm -hmm. I'm... Sure, I heard him say that on, on the Ray Hadley show recently, yeah, but yeah. I just read an article where he wrote before Australia Day this year that it should be moved. So mm. he's either changed his position yep. or he's bipolar. And the last thing I'll say about it is I spent a week. I've spent a week of my yeah, life no, I've re- living, living on, on, the, on the land, on the dirt in Indigenous Australia where they don't even have like mobile phone reception. They have nothing. They are, they are still living on the land. No one there gives a shit. No one there mentioned to me not once about invasion Settlement, nothing. It's very much... Was it that kind of a week, though? Was it the kind of week where they would feel comfortable to bring that stuff up with some random bloke who turned up for a week? Mate, I've got a skin... I mean, just just curious. I I ended up leaving the place with a skin name. I was brought in. I was completely brought into the the tribe. Um, I sat with the elders. There was was actually a death while we were there, so we we went through a grieving process with them. Um, I've I've really had a 
a quite a life-changing experience in some ways into how I felt about Indigenous people. And um, living with them was a huge experience. And, and I learned a lot about what we hear in the media compared to what's actually going on out there. And I you think- know, it's a funny thing, and we're getting very serious now, but mm. I... I didn't, I didn't do anything near that. But when I went to SBS mm. uh, uh, to take a job there, there was two big things that, that changed in terms of how they work as a corporate culture. Yep. The first one was just having a corporate culture and doing things like harassment training and stuff like that, yeah. which looking at other events going on right now is exactly – it's not actually mm. um, the men in the media that are the problem. It's just simply that media organizations back in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s didn't have HR departments. They yep. didn't do harassment training. It's not about – Men being mm. assholes, it's about corporations not having pro- processes and no policies rules. to stop people from doing shit. Yep. And some shit happened. Mm. Um, and the other one was I did a, an, a cultural competency course, like okay. an online thing where every week I had to you know, do a couple of hours of... Yep. Now, I'll be honest, I don't remember most of it. I've got a really bad study memory. Yeah. But it gave me a genuine appreciation for Indigenous uh, Australia. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, put me through a lot of the, you know, what they've been through and different things. And it was really good learning experience. And that mm. helped me um, at the at the organisation um, working with Indigenous people and, you know, having the right conversations. Those are the kind of things that we should be doing yeah. as much of as we can. I'm not saying everyone needs to do those courses and the like, but no. I think advocating for those style things is a better conversation to be having than saying Invasion Day this and Hottest 100 that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, you're right. We're actually talking about the wrong thing. We're talking, we need to talk about, about people's thing. awareness of the challenges of today, yep. like the education gap that occurs. Mm. You know, the, there are some amazing Indigenous people who've, who are earning massive money because they've done great things in society. Yep. How do they break out of what, what is a, if you want to look at it as a rut? Yep. Um, you know, why is there a larger indigenous population in prisons? Mm. Now, I grew up in Griffith for a large part of my life and it was not a good place for indigenous people. Yep. You know, there was an area where they, they lived and it's like, well, should that be the case? Should they yeah. be, just be put over there? Or, mm-hmm. But what are we doing? So that's the bigger, bigger conversation, bigger problem. And we're spending all this fucking time talking about Australia Day yep. and a music countdown and not the actual problem. That's right. And I think I actually think Triple J's done a bad job of of putting that through. They're actually not making this enough about the problems out there. They're making this more about the, moving the hottest one hundred, and that's and that's probably the problem. Yep. Wow, that was heavy. We did get deep. Pretty we didn't deep. laugh that much this episode. We didn't. I don't feel like I laughed. I don't think I brushed. I, I took the piss out of your fucking nose either. You know not why? Once. Because it's behind the mic stand there. Yeah, I've got a different mic. Yeah. Like when you went on the on the other mic, you move around it. Your head's above the mm. microphone, so I can see like your schnoz stands out big time. Would have it would have. No, no, no it still no. does. And, mate. And Ooh, so you I don't know. turn like that, mate. Yeah. You think I shouldn't go sideways? Yeah, because you and I no, front turn. on this time. Your profile. Mm. Yeah. What do you think of the Tesla road trip? Just watch the videos. Yeah, I've finished watching all the videos. I'm glad you guys stopped at the uh, at the Vine. Appreciate that. I was so mate. But can I be honest with you? Mm. Yes. By the time I got there. I could have taken a shit on your vine. Because you needed to go. Yeah. They have toilets inside. I use it. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Um, but, mate, we so – I really wanted to do that. But there was a woman setting up for a you function or something inside. You can't actually yeah. even consider shitting no, in public. No, piss. I was never going to shit. Oh, it. right. But definitely thought – Nah, you wouldn't have done it. You no, wouldn't have done it. It was a piss-weak vine, let me be honest. It is uh, it, very it's small. It's like 10 years away from being anything. They reckon it actually be about a year and a half before fruit. No way, mate. You know they only take about three years to produce fruit. No way. Yeah, mate, they grow. They they rock it up. Mate, that I don't want to break it to you. Mm. That thing's it's like small. it's got issues. It's, like, it's stinted. I actually think they stunted. might replace it with a better vine, or just move my stick. But it, it, how good is the location? I, I picked that spot. I'm going to write to them and ask them to change it to EFTM because I think it's an outrage that you no, went they down won't. there. They won't because we didn't, we didn't pick them for best drop a, this year. Repre- well, I would have if they anyway representing EFTM and you fucking put your name on it. I didn't even ask it for it. Dead set. I when I when I went there, a bit of context to everyone who's been. Wondering how the hell I got a vine. I just told them I was coming. I and... used to have a vine. It was an app. You just take little videos. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So I just told them I was coming and then they put me through this dining wine experience. You just told them I was coming. Hi, Jeff Quattromani here from EFTM. I'm the lifestyle <laughs> editor and I just wanted to see if you mind if I just pop in. I what just... happened was you were going to Jacob's Creek because there's a driveway beforehand. You took a wrong fucking turn. No, no. Jacob's Creek owned St. Hugo. Piss off. Really? Yeah. Perno What's Ricard. What's the point of that? Mate, do some research. Perno Ricard Why owned a bunch of wine brands. I don't drink wine. Read our website. Mate, red wine is just horrific. You haven't had oh, to we, look at and to taste. I'd love to do a, a tasting on this show. I don't have enough spit buckets here. I'd bring one. Like awful. I'll bring no, you a spittoon. Spit like, oh, 
oh, yuck, like that style. I'd love it. I know. Actually, here's the only question for the listener this week. Oh, no, the only question. several questions. Can we do a live tasting? No. I'll bring three wines in. If you don't find one you like, I'll be surprised. Are they white or red? I'll bring, I'll bring I like three, white wine, mate. I'll bring three different wines. I'll bring a white, I'll bring a rosé and a red. No, rosé can get fucked. Why? That's a bubbly red, isn't it? No, it doesn't have to be bubbly. It can be, it can no, be flat. It's a poor man's red. No, it's not. I Mate, don't know. Rosé is going bananas. And this summer, you'll start seeing a lot I'm more. I'm more of, of a cab sav guy. You couldn't even fucking spell cab sav this. You fucking today. wrote it. No, I, I checked my Mate, emails. I copy pasted. No, you couldn't have. Not the headline. Because I didn't, I didn't send you a headline. Oh, you know where I took that from? Don't know. The award list. You put no. I checked the award list too. You changed it. You've changed it. No, I had to check Mate, it. I, I was... didn't write anything. I copy pasted this shit. Anyway, so cab sav is in Cabernet Sauvignon. Hmm. Is uh, not... how did you spell it wrong? You spelt it wrong. You, no, you, did... you took the U out of Sauvignon. No, you did. Anyway, I fixed it. It's all done. Anyway, if you go to EFTM, you'll see the best drop was given to Handpicked Wines, a place out in Sydney. You can go and try them. You can buy it online. And I had the Cab Sauvignon 2013 from Coonawarra. Stunning place to go for Cab. Honestly, it's if you don't like it, you're mad. And it's cheap, 24 bucks. So here's what I like in a wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had this conversation with a waiter. At a, I never at thought lunch. I'd talk about wine with you. This is amazing. Uh, can we do the show lunch. again and start it like this? <laughs> lunch a few weeks ago. I said, I'm happy to have a wine because we're celebrating. Oh. Um, it has to be white. Mm-hmm. Um, it can't be too fruity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's certainly not bubbly. Good. Um, I can't think I narrowed it down any other way. Did you get a Riesling? I, I drink Riesling. I've drunk Riesling yeah. in my time, but it wasn't a Riesling we got that day. Mm-hmm. What, what are the other choices? I'd bring you a Riesling. I'd start with a Riesling for you. If you said it was too dry, then I'd move it to a Semillon, more of maybe a Hunter Valley Semillon. Just, I thought sweeter. you said you'd, you moved to have a semi on. I'm like, oh, with a semi. I'd, I'd have a semi on, and then I'd bring you one. No, I wouldn't. Be, <laughs> I wouldn't be like that. But anyway, I'd, ha- I'd happily bring in three wines. I got a uh, a six pack from Jacobs Creek this week, which I'll put on EFTM anyway. It's their 2017 range. I've got from white all the way to red, so we could do it. No, I'm not doing red, mate. I don't like it. White to red. You can try them all. If I, I if don't I want to try the red, and Bowen will be here too. He'd love to have a glass of wine with me, mate. I'm 40, turning 41. Mm-hmm. I don't need to discover new fucking things. You can. No, You're mate. not dead. You've got at least 50 years left. Whoa, not a chance. You don't think you'll make it to 90? Fuck no. Mate, we are. These days mate, we're all making it. if I make it to 50, it'll be amazing, especially with my back right now. It's hurting a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Appreciate your support. Bowen, I've missed you so much, mate. Can you come back quickly? Travel safe, Bowen. We'll see you soon. No, mate. Just take your time, buddy. We'll see you next week. Love you. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, Jeff Cotromani.